0: Hello and welcome to Cumulative Update, your source for the latest Office 365 changes and tech news. Let's talk about Office 365 updates. Just gonna set that up. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna continue where we left off. So there is a couple updates from March 29th. Uh, that we did not get to talk about because they hadn't been out yet. So March 2021, Windows non-security preview C release, window, uh, release for Windows 10 version 20H2 is available. <clears throat> the March 2021 monthly C release preview update for Windows 10 version 20H2 and Windows 10 version 2004 is available. Release notes associated with these updates might be published with a delay of up to an hour after the updates are available for download. For more information on the different types of monthly quality updates, see our Windows 10 Update Service Cadence Primer. Interesting. What you need to do to prepare. You might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your training and documentation as appropriate. PowerPoint Live presents to Teams from PowerPoint Web App. This new uh, PowerPoint for web feature release will provide access to PowerPoint live in Teams. And with just one click, will make it easier for presenters to present their presentations from PowerPoint directly to the remote meeting audience. Uh, When will this happen? Uh, We will begin rolling this out in early May and complete it rollout by mid-may. Government will begin rollout in late May and complete rollout by early June. (coughs) How will this affect your organization? While in a Teams meeting, users will be able to present their slide presentations with one click of the present in Teams button in PowerPoint for the web to remote audiences in Teams in PowerPoint live mode. There are two access points Users can choose from, one is the top right corner and the other is under the slides uh, slideshow tab. Requirements, install Teams desktop app, files must be stored on SharePoint or OneDrive for Business. Presenter must join a meeting or call before clicking the present in Teams button in PowerPoint. You might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your training and documentation as appropriate. Zip file, partial downloads no longer available, Starting May 2021, it will no longer be possible to download individual files or subsets of files within a .zip file preview in OneDrive and SharePoint on the web. Instead, we recommend downloading the entire zip file, extracting its contents and using the files needed. In the past, we have received customer feedback that at times when a user selects a subset of files to download from within a zip file, the files are not downloaded successfully. As we focus our investments on downloading entire zip files, we are retiring the partial download feature as users can edit zip files as needed once downloaded. Uh, timing is going to be early May. Uh, action review and uh, accessory organization. How will this affect your organization? Users will not no longer be able to download individual files from zip file previews in OneDrive and SharePoint on the web when this change is implemented. Users will maintain the ability to preview and navigate through the contents of a .zip file. Uh, if a user wishes to download the partial contents of a zip file, they must download the entire zip file, and then they may delete the unnecessary files from the downloaded zip. Sounds like rather than fixing something, Microsoft has decided, just stop doing it. Never a good solution to take away features from an application. Okay, moving along. New breakout room functionality coming to Microsoft Teams. We announced breakout rooms in Microsoft Teams last fall. We are adding persistent breakout rooms, the ability to reassign participants when rooms are open, and the ability for organizers to set timers for breakout sessions. Rollout will begin in mid-April and should be completed by late April. Organizers who are configuring and managing breakout rooms on a Teams desktop client will have access to these uh, three options. For uh, participants, the feature is supported uh, by all devices and clients that support breakout room participation. Uh, Participants remain assigned to their breakout rooms unless the meeting organizer chooses to change them. The assignment persists across subsequent sessions or recurring meetings. Organizers may reassign joined participants across rooms and uh, the main meeting room when the breakout rooms are open. Currently, a reassignment works only when breakout rooms are closed. Uh, Organizers can set a timer for uh, all breakout rooms created in a meeting session via the breakout room settings panel. When the organizer has set a timer, the clock will show participants the time left in the room countdown rather than the time elapsed. The timer alerts participants that the breakout room session will close in 60 seconds. The organizer can choose to automatically redirect participants to the main meeting room, auto-move-on, or to provide participants with the option to return to the main meeting room or disconnect. Should the timer expire before participants take action, they will see an alert incoming that the session has ended, which contains a button to return to the main meeting. Once the organizer opens a timed breakout room, participants are invited to join. The timer starts when the first participant joins. If no participants join, the breakout room will not open. If all participants leave a breakout room before the timer expires, the room will automatically close. Uh, You might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your training and documentation as appropriate. That's good. Uh, I still can't put people that have called in into breakout rooms though. I would think that that's high priority. Obviously I've only played around with uh, breakout rooms a little bit, and this seems like a couple features that should have been there for the release in December. (coughs) Update to role-based permissions for activity Explorer. We are updating the permission requirements for activity Explorer. This is for the Microsoft 365 suite. Uh, uh, within the Microsoft 365 Compliance Center to ensure that only explicitly assigned role groups and specific roles have access to data sets in Activity Explorer. Uh, late April through late May tenant level rollout uh, review and assess by April 30th. How will this affect your organization? Access to Activity Explorer in the uh, Microsoft 365 uh, Compliance Center is based off of of membership in one of the following uh, role groups. Compliance administrator, compliance data administrator, global administrator, security administrator. Currently, users possessing any individual roles inside of these four role groups are by default exposed to Activity Explorer. With this update, only users with specific explicit assignments to those role groups and some specific roles that have uh, access to Activity Explorer in order to access the Activities Explorer tab, a user must um, be assigned membership to one of these role groups explicitly uh, or be attached to the role of a compliance administrator or security administrator explicitly. This update may result in some individuals losing access if they were accessing Activity Explorer without the uh, the necessary explicit permissions. So you can't like give that to a group, I guess, and then grant access? Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> update for Yammer. New design for Yammer discovery and digest emails. Updated March 30th, 2021. We have updated the rollout timeline below. Thank you for your patience. This feature update will bring a new design and content enhancements to Discovery and Digest emails in Yammer. Additionally, these enhancements will create better alignment with the new Yammer that's now available. This message is associated with Microsoft 365 Roadmap ID 66695. When will this happen? We will begin rolling out in late April, previously late March, and expect to complete rollout in late May, previously early May. How will this affect your organization? Users will be able to see the new Yammer styling and interactive discussions in their digest that will better help them keep up with what's happening in your organization. You might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your training and documentation as appropriate. Mm. Update for uh, Microsoft Teams, PowerPoint Live in Teams slide transition. Uh, we have updated the rollout timeline below. Thank you for your patience. This new slide transition feature in Microsoft Teams desktop will enable all meeting attendees to translate presentation content presented via PowerPoint Live in, Teams, in a Teams meeting into a language of their choice while in private view. Uh, when will this happen? We will begin rolling this out in late April and expect to complete the rollout by late May. How will this affect your organization? Meeting attendees will see the slide translation feature when the presenter uses PowerPoint Live in a Teams meeting. Each meeting attendee will be able to convert the slideshow content into one of 19 languages of their preference. This unique experience will only occur for the user requesting slide translation without interrupting the presenter or any other attendees in the meeting. And then there's, uh, you know, big ones would be like French, Russian, Italian, Spanish, uh, Portuguese, Hindi. And you might want to, again, notify your users, update your training and documentation. When will this happen? Standard release, the dashboard will become available for all customers of Microsoft 365 apps for enterprise and Microsoft 365 apps for business across all countries and regions by the end of March. How will this affect your organization? The Microsoft 365 apps help dashboard is designed to help you optimize troubleshoot office uh, clients in your tenant. Its main benefits are zero effort, no need for additional agents or processes running on your premises, Insightful, it proactively detects problems or areas of optimization in your office clients. Actionable, it provides steps based on best practices to troubleshoot issues or optimize your office client environment. What you need to do to prepare, ensure your environment meets the following requirements. Microsoft 365 Apps for Enterprise or Apps for Business, version 1908 or later. A version of Windows 10 supported by Microsoft 365 Apps for Enterprise or Microsoft 365 Apps for Business. Microsoft 365 or Office 365. Business Standard, Business Premium, A3, A5, E3, or E5 subscription plan. Excellent. Additional features. Always nice to have. Teams for your personal life banners service, Microsoft Teams. To inform users about the new productivity features and the ability to sign in with different accounts, we will show a banner in the activity feed for Teams mobile app users. Hmm. Begin at end of April, expected to complete rolling out to all customers by the end of December. Uh, Yeah, how will this affect your organization? Once the change is rolled out to your tenant, users will see a banner in their activity feed saying that they can add a personal account to Teams app on their mobile device. If you have previously disabled the ability to add additional accounts, user will, will not see the banner. To manage the visibility of the banners to your users, you can submit a help ticket in the Microsoft 365 Admin Center and your tenant will be excluded from the banners. This will not limit your user's ability to add a personal work or school account to the Teams app. If you want to restrict users from adding a personal work or school account, instructions are available here. And I'm gonna open that up because I actually need that for a client. Restricted users will not see the banner. What you need to do to prepare, there's no action you need to take to prepare for this change, but you might consider updating your user's training and notifying your help desk. You also might want to update your policies to prevent uh, personal accounts being added to Teams. Okay, New PowerPoint live presentation option with desktop and window sharing. Microsoft Teams service. When making a live presentation, presenters will soon be able to add a video feed to the presentation. This feature is available for both presenters using the Microsoft Teams desktop app for both Windows and Mac. Uh, Rollout is mid-April through mid-May. Currently, when using a Teams desktop app or mobile app, presenters first connect to the Teams call, share the presentation and PowerPoint for the web, and then select Present Live. When using the Teams desktop app, the presenter will have a new option, uh, Standout Mode, When a presenter selects standout mode, participants will see the presenter's video feed superimposed onto the foreground of the content being shared. This uh, mode appears uh, to meeting participants who are using the team's desktop or mobile app as well as teams on the the web. Meeting presenters can customize the participant view before starting the meeting or after it has begun. So there's gonna be a new like little button in chair to include your little photo. So you're gonna to want to update your uh, your documentation and training. <clears throat> this is for the Microsoft 365 suite. Apply granular conditional access policies to SharePoint Online via sensitivity labels. Preview coming soon to preview. Administrators will be able to use conditional access policies and associated sensitivity labels. To require additional users authentic- uh, authentication for accessing sensitive SharePoint sites when using the, uh, when the user's context does not meet the requirements of the site. Uh, preview rollout will begin end of April. General availability rollout will begin the end of April, end of July. Sorry, and should be complete by the end of August. How will this affect your organization? You might want to uh, you might want additional authentication for accessing certain sensitive sites. For example, when a user visits a highly sensitive site labeled confidential, you might want to enforce a step-up authentication with granular policies such as multi-factor authentication when the user's context does not meet the access requirements of the site. Uh, in this preview, we will be able to create conditional access authentication contexts in uh, Azure Active Directory. Tailor to your organization's security posture. You can then associate these authentication contexts with Microsoft Information Protection sensitivity labels in the Microsoft 365 Compliance Center. For example, low authentication context uh, requires single-factor authentication, this can be associated with a general sensitivity label. High authentication context requires uh, MFA, such as one-time passcode, verification, and or IP Uh, network location policy, this authentication context can be associated with a confidential sensitivity label. Once an admin configures the sensitivity label with authentication context, when a user applies the sensitivity label, the associated granular context and conditional policies are automatically enforced. What you need to do to prepare This preview release has no impact on existing conditional access policies in Azure AD, nor is there a change in how SharePoint Online sites use existing, existing conditional access policies. To benefit from this new feature, create authentication context in Azure AD Portal, tag the authentication context name with conditional access policy in the Azure AD Portal, choose the right authentication context name for a new sensitivity label in the compliance center. Note, if you do not use labels that are applied to SharePoint sites, then you can directly apply the above authentication context to a given SharePoint Online site via PowerShell. Download the latest SharePoint Online management shell. After you have completed these steps, you will see the preview feature. Learn more, review online documentation that includes instructions to opt in uh, for this capability, configuration details, and links to webinars with demos. In development for Microsoft Intune is now available. Microsoft Intune. The the in development for Microsoft Intune page in our documentation has been updated. It provides a list of features in upcoming releases of Microsoft Intune to assist with your readiness and planning. The list has now been updated. You'll start seeing these changes in the next month or in a subsequent release. And you should take a look at that. Another thing to take a look at. (laughs) Updates available for Microsoft 365 apps for current channel. Uh, This is Microsoft 365 in general. We've released updates to the following... uh, update channel for Microsoft 365 apps, current channel, when this will happen, we will be gradually rolling out the update of uh, Microsoft 365 apps users on the update channel starting March 31st, 2021. If your Microsoft 365 app clients are configured to automatically update from the office content delivery network, uh, CDN, then no action is required. If you manage updates directly, you can now download this latest update and begin deployment. Okay. Updated, improving the message center user experience. Microsoft 365 Suite. Update, uh, updated March uh, 31st, 2021. We have completed the rollout for worldwide tenants and expect to be uh, complete rolling out for government tenants by mid-April. Thank you for your patience. The category column can be enabled in the view by selecting it from the choose columns dropdown. We are making it easier to discover relevant message center posts and are providing an improved message center reading experience. This message is associated with Microsoft 365 Roadmap 67102. So this has already happened. Here are the detailed changes you can expect in this new experience. Favorite messages to make them easier to find, inline filtering control, new column in the message center list highlights the services related to a post, Next, the back arrows in the message details pane uh, provide improved navigability. Pivots will be uh, consolidated to inbox and archive. Sort by the act by date, favorite, last, updated message ID and message title. Updated focus mode for modern SharePoint pages. SharePoint online. Updated March 31st, 2021. We have updated roadmap ID to point to the correct item. Thank you for your feedback. We're excited to share that this upcoming release will enable SharePoint page authors and viewers to focus on a greater amount of page content by clicking the hide, site header, site navigation, and global navigation bar with one click. Rollout will begin with targeted release. Uh, Select users and organization in late March and will be completed by late April. General availability begins rolling out in early May and will be complete by late May. How will this affect your organization? Your SharePoint page authors and viewers will now be able to clean their field of vision and focus on page content by clicking the expand content button on the command bar to hide the site header, site navigation, and global navigation bar. This larger content viewing pane in focus mode will continue as uh, viewers navigate and select other links to open pages within the same site. The larger contact viewing pane will not continue when viewers select links to pages outside of the site, even if they are within a hub site. Excellent. Update your users. Notify them. Update your documentation. Mm-hmm. Updated. Introducing a registration page for Microsoft Teams meetings. Uh, we have identified that this message was sent to the correct audience. We'll be sending out a new notice. Okay. Microsoft pre- built-on-prem graph connectors are now in public preview. Graph connectors for four highly popular data sources, Windows File, Share, MS SQL, uh, Oracle DB, Enterprise websites are all released to all tenants under the targeted release. You can now uh, create connections to these data sources and get the benefit of many intelligent experiences of Microsoft Search. Uh, available for tenants in targeted release. If you are interested in using these connectors, we recommend you first create connections with test data and try different features. If you are satisfied, you can create connections on your production data. Uh, Yammer Essentials Announcement for Services Yammer. Having received customer feedback about not knowing how many members actually receive Yammer community announcements, we're excited that this new Essentials Announcement feature will allow Yammer community admins to achieve a guaranteed distribution of important community announcements via email for all community members. This will roll out to Yammer web and desktop. Uh, When uh, we begin rolling this out in April and expect to complete rollout by late May, uh, how will this affect your organization? This uncertainty is because when a user turns off email notifications from Yammer, announcements notifications are automatically turned off as well. This release will enable Yammer community members to receive email notifications for uh, announcements, even if they have email uh, notifications from Yammer turned off. This uh, is default off. It must be enabled by community admins for each announcement they consider important and essential for all community members. Notify your users. Microsoft Teams, Windows 10 native notifications in Teams. Microsoft Teams update. With this update, your users will be able to choose their preferred uh, means of Teams notifications delivery either via the Team's built-in notification system or via their native OS uh, notification system. Uh, This message is associated with Microsoft 365 Roadmap ID 66742. Begin rollout in late March and be completed by mid-April. Should your users wish to change notification of Teams messages from Teams app to the native Windows OS notification system, they can do so in the Teams notification settings. Uh, This setting is respected across all Windows desktop clients uh, supported version that a user is locked into. Another update for Teams, customize apps in Microsoft Teams. A new Microsoft Teams app customization feature gives you the ability to rebrand some Teams apps. This message is associated with Microsoft roadmap Uh, ID 70769 Rollout begins mid-April and should be completed by late April When a Teams app allows customization, Global and Teams admins will be able to customize that app to match tenant branding To determine which apps are customizable, go to the Teams admin center, expand Teams apps, select Manage apps and check the customization column of the apps uh, list and sort by apps that are customizable you might want to notify any admins on your team about this new capability and update your training and documentation as appropriate. Changes to the way Exchange Online Protection (EOP) moves email to junk folder, service Exchange Online. This change will only affect uh, Exchange Online Protection customers with Exchange Online mailboxes. EOP standard customers with hybrid environments will have no impact. Today, EOP depends on junk email rule to move spam-slash-fish messages to a user's junk folder based on spam confidence levels set by EOP. Going forward, EOP will use its own mailbox delivery agent to move malicious emails to the junk folder depending on the policies set by security admins in anti-spam policy. EOP will continue to honor the user safe sender's uh block sender preferences and outlook just as junk emails rules do today okay Uh, changes will be rolled out starting late April through end of May Uh, how will this affect your organization if your organization has users mailboxes where junk email rule is disabled either due to an exchange admin disabling it using the set mailbox junk email configuration powershell command or a user using a legacy now-removed Outlook web setting to disable junk. EOP will not honor that setting. EOP detected spam or fish emails will still be routed to junk. What you need to do to prepare. If you do not want EOP to perform spam filtering for a mailbox, please use the anti-spam policies or change transport rules to manage accordingly. Depreciated web client settings update. Dynamics 365... Microsoft Power Automate, and Power Apps. We announced in previous releases that some environment settings will soon be depreciated for Microsoft Dynamics 365 and Power Platform Online services. These features will be officially removed from the user interface by the end of May 2021. Once the blow features are removed, they will not be available in advanced settings in the web client or environment settings in the Power Platform admin center. Uh, some depreciated features have replacements available for use. Please ensure that your environments are leveraging those replacement features prior to May 2021. Depreciated settings, uh, announcements, uh, no replacement, Dynamics 365 for Outlook, Dynamics 365 app for Outlook, uh, Microsoft social engagement, solutions available App Microsoft AppSource, uh, system settings general for compatibility, use the legacy form rendering engine, no replacement. System settings synchronization tab. Synchronized resource bookings with Outlook. Dynamics 365 Project Service Automation has evolved into Dynamics 365 Project Operations. For more information, see the Project Service Automation transition. Business management relationship roles connection rules is the replacement. Depreciated settings announcement for data management. Uh, add ready-to-use business processes. No available replacement. Uh, Templates, mail merge templates, create Word and Excel templates is the replacement. The following web client settings are being depreciated. Although they are still available, they will no longer be supported by Microsoft. These features will be removed by the end of November, 2021. Please begin migrating your environment dependencies to the replacement features. Article templates, Uh, replacement is knowledge articles. Uh, Service management. Automatic record creation rules, migrate automatic create, uh, record creation rules and service level agreements. Uh, service level agreements. There's just a post about migrating to it. So again, Microsoft removing some features, keeping some, It kind of sucks that they're doing that. Uh, Microsoft Teams, updated, free uh, for one year, users can join a team meeting via call-in number updated april uh, 1st 2021 we have updated the expiration date of this offer below thank you for your patience you now have the option to activate one year of free dial-in audio conferencing for microsoft teams the offer is available now it expires on june 30th 2021 previously march 31st 2021 with audio conferencing attendees can join meetings from wherever they are Using a global dial-in number, this is useful when people need to join meetings from a landline telephone or when they do not have uh, internet access. The global dial-in number allows attendees to join via voice only. To take advantage of this opera, you uh, acquire free licenses and then assign them users in your organization. I believe this was done for uh, COVID. Uh, It's good that they've extended it by a couple months. I assume that they might keep doing that depending on how vaccine rollout goes. Uh, new meeting options for managing large teams meetings in Outlook for Windows, Exchange Online and Microsoft Teams. We have updated the rollout timeline before below. Uh, thank you for your patience. When organizing team meetings in Outlooks for Windows for 40 or more participants or 10 or more distribution lists, teams users will see as soon see a prompt to set meeting options. Uh, Starting mid-April, previously late March, and complete by end of May, previously late April. This feature is part of the Teams add-in uh, for Outlook for Windows and ships with the Teams Windows desktop build. It is available when the correct version of Teams is automatically updated on the user's desktop. It does not rely on a Outlook update. Uh, if the meeting organizer, who's a Teams user, sets uh, selects the Set Options button. The Teams meeting option uh, dialog offers the users options such as who can bypass the lobby and who can present as shown below. The organizer selects the not now button. The meeting invitation inherit the default Teams meeting options for the tenant. Teams meetings uh, meeting options can be set anytime, but during or before the meeting. You might want to notify your users about this new capability and update your documentation. Improvements in managing attendee audio in Microsoft Teams meetings. We've updated this message with additional details for clarity. Thank you for your feedback. This is again for Teams. Uh, Teams meeting organizers and presenters who use the attendee audio management feature will have greater flexibility to determine when attendees can use their microphone. Uh, These updates apply to Teams desktop app, mobile app, and on the web. Uh, rollout for production and GCC tenants early April, completed by uh, late April. Uh, rollout for GCCH and DOD tenants in uh, early May, should be completed by late May. How will this affect your organization? After scheduling a meeting and sending invitations, the meeting organizer can prevent attendees from unmuting during the meeting. Uh, With this setting enabled, all attendees but not presenters will be muted when they join the meeting and they won't be able to unmute yourself. The current state attendees must raise their hand to request to speak before a meeting organizer or presenter can allow the attendee to unmute. With this update, an organizer or presenter can enable the mic of an attendee by selecting allow to unmute for an attendee who can't unmute, whether or not that person has raised their hand. In the current state, in order to prevent an individual attendee from unmuting, thereby disabling the attendee's mic, a meeting organizer or presenter must prevent all attendees from unmuting. With this update, the organizer or presenter can disable any individual attendee's ability to use their microphone by selecting don't allow to unmute for that attendee. Later, they may be unable to enable the microphone for that attendee by selecting allow to unmute on the attendee. Managing attendee audio can be done before the meeting or during the meeting. It can also be undone during the meeting. All this is done through the meeting options. Meeting options are available in the invite once it is sent, Outlook and or Teams, and is also an option under the el- ellipses during a meeting. Organizers and presenters cannot prevent attendees who dial into a meeting using a phone number provided in the meeting details from unmuting. This functionality is in development further Organizers and presenters joining from team's meeting room devices still cannot modify attendee ability using their microphone. Uh, update for Power BI and SharePoint Online. Quick create. Easily create Power BI reports from lists. We are excited to announce the arrival of new guided authoring experience in lists that will make it easy to quickly create business uh, intelligence reports in Power BI using your list schema and data. Uh, Targeted release rolling out in early May, standard release rolling out from late late May to early June. Uh, How will this affect your organization? Uh, List users will see a new menu option in Integrate Power BI Visualize This List, which allows users to create new Power BI reports using that list which is one click. You'll be able to auto-generate a basic report and customize list columns that are shown in the report. To take further advantage of Power BI's advanced data visualization capabilities, just go into edit mode. Once the report is saved and published, it will appear in the same submenu under Integrate Power BI. Users with a Microsoft 365 E5 license or Power BI Pro license will have access to the full report authoring, and viewing experience. Users without either of the above licenses will be prompted by Power BI to sign up for a 60-day free trial of Power BI Pro when they attempt to uh, uh, save a new report or edit or review an existing report to turn off uh, self-service sign up so that the option for a trial is not exposed to the list users. Click here. Users with a Power BI free license may only visualize their list data, but they cannot publish nor view reports. What you need to do to prepare. This feature is by default on, but can be turned off from the Power BI admin portal under tenant settings. If this feature is disabled for tenants, users will continue to see the Power Power BI submenu in the list command bar, but any attempt to create or view a report will result in an an error page. Note, certain complex column types in lists such as person, location, rich text, multi-select choices and image are not currently supported when Power BI report is auto-generated. Why not? Okay. Uh, uh, SharePoint Auto News Digest updates, SharePoint Online. You may already know about and use the SharePoint Automatic News uh, Digest, which is sent to users with news that is relevant to them. We aren't adding new features to enhance the experience, the ability to brand your digest with your organization's theme, colors, and logo, intelligent ranking so that users see the news most relevant to them. Enhanced design for easier consumption of news. Upcoming feature. The, uh, this update to the uh, news digest will also reflect organization boosted news. When it is available in your organization, you can follow the boost feature. Rollout with this roadmap ID 70606. Uh, When will this happen? Gradual rollout updates targeted release customers starting in mid-April and complete the rollout to all customers by the end of June. Users who already received the existing automatic news digest will start receiving this updated version. It looks different. Uh, More details, the news digest is sent on a weekly basis. Only published news posts are sent in the digest. There are no news posts that are relevant for the user, then no email is sent to the user. If your organization has boosted news items which users have not read, uh, these will be sent in the digest. Only news posts which users have access to view are sent, so rest assured that users won't see um, news that they don't have permission to access. If users want to opt out of receiving the automatic uh Digest, they can click uh, the unsubscribe button at the bottom of the email. If your organization site is already branded, that branding will automatically be applied to automatic news digests. (laughs) Okay. Updated Teams Live event producers will see a separate window experience for managing events. Updated April 2nd, uh, 2021. We have updated the message for accuracy. Thank you for your patience. Currently, a Microsoft Teams Live event producer manages. Uh, a live event within the primary teams window, but this update producers will manage the live event in a separate teams window Uh, rollout timing is early May, complete mid-May how will this affect your organization, all features and functionalities available in the in-window user experience will be available in the new separate window experience what you need to do prepare. When this update is complete, the live event producer will always manage the live event in a new external window. You might want to notify your users about this new capability, update your training and documentation as appropriate. Microsoft 365 apps and suite updated announcing tenant level organizational theme capabilities for global admins. Uh, We have updated this post for clarity. Additionally, we have updated the rollout timeline below. Thank you for your patience. Organizational theme provides you the ability to define multiple themes within your organization from the Microsoft 365 Global Admin Center using Microsoft 365 Groups. Each theme can be further customized by specifying specifying specific uh, mobile-specific and alternate dark mode local experiences. Uh, targeted release will begin rollout in mid-April, previously early April, and expected to complete rollout by early May. Standard release will begin rolling out in mid-May and complete by mid-June 2021. Previously, you could only set a default theme which applied to everyone within your organization. Organizational themes gives you the ability to create up to five custom themes for your tenant where each theme can be assigned to a specific Microsoft 365 group. Additionally, organizational theme introduces uh, support for specific Specifying mobile-specific company logos optimized for smaller screens, enabling alternate logos for dark mode. Users will continue to have the same uh, theme experience as before. If you make no further changes, if an organizational theme has already been defined, it will now show up as the default theme. Editing the default theme or adding a new customized theme now provides the capability to specify up to four separate logos optimized for alternate and mobile scenarios. It is important to remember that the navigation bar background image will be retired and the ability to upload a new background image will no longer be supported. Upon saving any modifications made to a new custom theme, the background image will be permanently removed and users will no longer be able to see it. What you need to do to prepare? We will be updating the, uh, this messaging center post further with instructional information that uh, in a help article for admins to follow in order to set up uh, custom themes that can be assigned to specific Microsoft 365 groups around mid-March. They have not provided said link, and it is now early April, so this might get pushed back again. Spoof intelligence management enhancements for policy, insights, and reports exchange online. The spoof intelligence experience will introduce enhancements so that the security administrators can gain better management of spoofing, spoofing activity within their tenant. These features, uh, uh, This feature update uh will provide a clear and easier way for security administrators to configure domain spoofing for both cross org external and intra-org internal email messages using a new tenant allow block list policy designed for spoofing activity. Furthermore users will be able to review insights provided by a spoofing intelligence system and take actions. Additionally an enhanced spoof detection results report uh also known as Spoof Mail Report, will show details about authentication results such as SPF, DKIM, DMARC, so users can assess configurations within their tenant and adopt industry email standards as applicable. The Spoof Mail Report will provide a historical view of up to uh, up to the last 90 days of spoofing activity using the report. <clears throat> When this will happen, rollout will begin at the end of April and is expected to be completed by the end of June. How will this affect your organization? Once available, a new additional policy tenant allow block lists will appear in the list of threat policy pay, uh, in the list of threat policies pages uh, page, which will provide a page for spoofing, from where a security administrator can manage spoofed demand slash users email addresses and allow or block them from the tenant, uh, for the tenant, sorry. Uh, You need to have a security admin role, as well as a view-only configuration, view-only organization management role. As a security admin, you can view, add, update, delete, spoof, domain pairs using this policy or optionally using the PowerShell commandlets. You may consider upgrade, uh, updating your training and documentation as appropriate. An easy way to assess, associate these uh, pages as below: spoof intelligence insight page, spoofing activity determined purely by the spoof intelligence system within the last seven days. Tenant allow block spoofing uh, block list spoofing page spoofing activity determined purely by security admin, never expire unless deleted by administrator. Uh, spoof detection report or spoof mail report page. Spoofing activity shown with it. Uh, detailed information about authentication results such as SPF, DKIM, DMARC up to 90 days. Plan for change. Update to email profiles deployed with basic mobility and security. Basic mobility and security. Exchange Online recently announced that it would be ending support for basic authentication. You can learn more here. In response, we will be updating all email profiles deployed with uh, basic mobility and security to switch from basic authentication to modern authentication on July 1st, 2021. If you are using basic uh, mobility and security to deploy email profiles to devices, these profiles will uh, be automatically updated to modern authentication and users on iOS will be prompted to re-enter their username and password to continue receiving email on their devices. Teams. uh, Microsoft Teams. Join a meeting with a digital meeting ID. This release of Microsoft Teams meeting ID will... Uh, be rolling out across Microsoft Teams desktop, mobile, and web, and will provide an additional way for users to join a Microsoft Teams meeting by entering a digital ID. Uh, Begin rollout early May, expected to complete rollout by late May. Uh, All meetings will have a meeting ID that is automatically assigned to a Microsoft uh, Teams user and added to the meeting invite under the meeting link. Meeting attendees can join the meeting by entering the meeting ID For all meeting attendees, the pre-join, lobby, and security will remain the same. Good, just another option to join a meeting. Microsoft 365 Suite, new DLP Solution Overview page in Microsoft 365 Compliance Center. Uh, you uh, You will soon see a new overview page for the Data Loss Prevention DLP Solution in the Microsoft 365 Compliance Center. Rollout will begin mid-April and is expected to be completed by early May. A new DLP solution overview page will appear in the Compliance Center and will surface policy recommendation widgets and other actions uh, and guidance related to your available DLP solutions. Outlook on the web, new calendar board view Exchange Online. Uh, This coming uh, calendar board Release will be a new view to the calendar and Outlook on the web. In addition to the current views, users will soon be able to select a board view which will uh, provide an expanded view where they can manage workloads like calendar tasks, goals, flagged emails, and files. Um, targeted release will be rolling out in mid-April and expected to complete by late May. Uh, standard release start rollout in late May, complete by late June. Uh, When this feature rolls out, users will see a new option in their calendar views. Users will be able to select the board view in their calendar in Outlook on the web and create their own personal board with uh, calendars, goals, files, task lists, sticky notes, and manage them in one place. I think that might be it. Yep, that, that is it. Okay, uh, unfortunately I didn't grab any news this morning. It looked like there was, again, a pretty large chunk of updates to go through. So, uh, yeah. If you're watching on Twitch or one of the other services, thank you for watching. Otherwise, um, uh, if you're listening on Google Podcasts or... Um, uh, iTunes uh, or Spotify thank you for, for listening and we'll be back again next week